So, so he has this big bag of snacks, right? <laughs> so now we're sleeping in this room, and it's like one o'clock in the morning, and you hear all this plastic rustling. <laughs> I'm like, Adrian, what are you doing? He's like, eating a brownie. <laughs> and then it's quiet. And then like two minutes later, you hear the, the, the wrestling again. I'm like, Adrian, what are you doing? He was like, it was a two-pack. <laughs> I didn't say I was doing shit. It was a two-pack. Oh. On this episode of Community Meeting with Adrian, I talked to two of my very, very best friends from Flint. Um... And we just kind of talk about our trifling childhood, you know, being in our rap group and school trips and things that we went on and our experiences. Enjoy. Scoop, bop, in the shop. Coming through with my with my Glock from a Tech 9 by the waistline. You know about your girl, about to FaceTime. About to FaceTime with your wife, own life, came back. Hit him with the knife. Come through with my homeboy, Ron Pikes. Ron Pikes on a bike. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> I got to turn on my, my podcast voice. So, so yeah. But, uh. I'm here with Joe and Keith. They don't got last names. We do not. No, we, don't we have, have careers. I'm like the rest of the people on this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not trying to fuck they shit up. But yeah, we all met in high school. Y'all went to middle school together, though? Yeah. Did y'all know each other at all in middle school? We had an art class together. Yeah. yeah. That was it. Oh, okay. Did, y'all ain't really talked, though? My one memory of Joe in middle school is that he was really knowledgeable about Big Ten football. <laughs> <laughs> That was about it. He's like, got all the facts. I just remember just making fun of Keith's eyebrows for real and yeah. just being like, then I just don't remember anything between that and we were just friends. There probably wasn't anything in between it. That's, yeah. That still happened. I also, we played soccer together too for like one year, I think. And I remember he had like <laughs> this boy that he had like all these fucking handshakes with and like all the shit. And that's all they did all day. I'm like, damn. We scored goals too. I mean, that's how. Our relationship kind of started as you just talking shit about me, uh, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In front, yeah, in math class, you talked about it with Ronald, but yeah, you wore those Sean John <laughs> velour suits and K Swisses. <laughs> you had a tennis game after it. Had <laughs> them octagon glasses and shit. Yeah, I I was gonna ask like, I don't know, how do we? Or what did you? What made you want to be a be friends with me? Cause, cause I don't know how it like started. Like, I don't know. We were just you would just talk shit about. Me. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. Was you like? I want to hang with you so I can talk shit. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you can make me look bad, but we can talk about how like I tried to be your friend oh, that shit. one day. No, we yeah. talk about that. <laughs> and I was like, hey man, what's up? And like, talk to you outside, and there was you were with a girl. And you just act. You just were like so dismissive of me. You're like, yeah. I don't. He was like, I don't know this. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, moving. and I was like, Man, fuck this dude. Yeah, yeah, I definitely remember that. Sure, that conversation went nowhere with the girl. By the way, no, he zipper burned that girl. Hey, we ain't. hold on. Yeah. <laughs> you going straight gangster with it? I don't even know what that means. It means when you leave your pants on and the zippers together cause friction. Oh. 
We used to call it dry hump. Burning rubber. <laughs> oh. Who is we? I just I think I just made that up. Yeah. And, and that's definitely going not gonna be on the podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, this, this, this would be great. I will edit out a whole lot of this shit. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But um, no. So I, I feel like me, you, and Ron are really connected in Miss Purdue's class. class. Yeah, we didn't so learn I'm no algebra teacher. though. Yeah, and I I know how she always used to confuse me and Ronald. Like anytime Ronald was talking, she'd yell at me in class. And then anytime I was talking, she'd yell at Ronald. Because we're both black. We all look alike. Oh, yeah. We also played football for a little bit. Oh, I, I should have never did this shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. But Ronald and I stayed on the team, and you you got your pads, and then <laughs> and then you didn't. They couldn't find a helmet that fit your glasses, right? Yeah. God damn. Yeah, so my, I had some goggles. And some I, orange some prescription, prescription goggles that I wore. Um <laughs> underneath my helmet and my mom wouldn't let me play because they wouldn't fit yeah my um, helmet wouldn't fit on my goggles and then somebody on the fucking team stole my goggles <laughs> I, I think that's what actually ended up happening <laughs> I think that's what happened because I think I actually did find a helmet that worked for it but um, someone ended up stealing my prescription goggles oh I'm farsighted too which was like I was like what the fuck like you can't use that Dude. shit and then try to get me to buy them back from them. And I was like, fuck that shit. I was like, just fucking take the goggles. Man. God damn, I ain't buying this shit. I don't want to play anyway. So fucking. No, there is. <laughs> I don't remember who the fuck. As the was, story, but. as that story alludes to, JV was like, honestly, like being on like the young, longest yard team. Like, I hate to reflect on it like that, but it was like full of future criminals. And shit like that. Jesus. Yeah. Remember that time we almost uh, got into a fight in the locker room? Yeah. Yeah. That was... Uh... Interesting. Mm-hmm. One time in JV, though, they, they, it was weird. It was almost like a prison setup. There was like three white dudes out there just trying to survive. <laughs> there was like this contingent of Mexicans and Puerto Ricans that would say the N-word, and it was all good until one time we were losing, and they started saying the <laughs> N-word, and then there was a problem suddenly. <laughs> And then, uh, then one day somebody stole like a hundred dollars from one of the dudes and they were like, block the exits. And they were like, nobody's leaving until we figure out who stole our money. And they looked right at me and they're like, Joe, you can leave. Right, right, right. <laughs> He's uh, like, yeah, I do You present yeah, a high yeah. risk. <laughs> yeah. If we put hands on you. Yeah. Holy I was like, shit. all right. That was crazy though. Everything about that time was crazy to me. Like my first day of practice, there's this dude they just called, um, what did they call that dude? Biscuit. That was his name. I have no idea. I, if they like put a gun to my head name. and they were like, just tell me the first letter of his name, I'd be like, I don't know. And I had one of them triangle backpacks, you know, that had the one strap, but it was triangle. And the problem mm-hmm. was it was Gap. And at the time, there was a rumor going around that Gap stood for gay and proud. Mm-hmm. And so I had a lot of Gap and I just had to just roll with it. But anyways... <laughs> all of a sudden the varsity team came in and they just started beating up biscuit and i was my first day i didn't know anybody i didn't have pads i had like some shorts on and my little gym shoes and shit like that and they're beating up biscuit on top of my backpack and i was like i just want to get my i didn't have a locker to put my backpack in or anything like that but yeah it was crazy uh, 
that reminds me of a time when I was I was um, on like the main hallway. I think I was probably trying to get to Miss Purdue class because you know it's like yeah down to the basement downstairs. Yeah, and there was like these two girls like just kind of in that pathway like getting ready to fight, just going at each other. And I'm waiting like you know I'm like not trying to get caught yeah. in between that shit. It's like is they gonna fight? No, like. Like I'm about to be late to class. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to learn. <laughs> and then like, all right, fuck it. They ain't fighting. Like I'm about to go. As soon as I get in the middle, they just start. Causing strays. But I got through. We all made it alive. Proud of you. I'm surprised Keith didn't get his ass beat in high school. I got jumped in middle school. If it helps. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Brothers. <laughs> found out. Wait, I, the twins? Yeah. They found out I was uh. Hanging out with one of their girlfriends. Actually, no. Let me tell you this bullshit. That dude got beat up. Not even just found out. Like, me and a girl, you know, we kicked it one weekend or whatever. No, she got a boyfriend. Okay. We just going to be quiet. The very next Monday, I guess this have want to have a guilty conscience <laughs> and spill it all out. So she tell him, I don't even know. We go to track practice. <laughs> What's going on, fam? <laughs> fuck y'all. And then... um. Yeah, I just got blindsided. I curled up and it didn't last too long, but yeah, yeah. I got when jumped. When you get jumped, you get a guy. You just got to protect yeah, just curl up, yeah. Hope, hope your face stay pretty. Yeah, yeah, you know. My parents, like, didn't find out till like, like maybe last year or something, I told mm. them. But yeah. Your dad was disappointed that you curled up? No. No. Okay. I mean, that's just getting jumped etiquette. I don't, I don't know if you got too much. <laughs> I, I if know. you can't run, you, you, just you either it. punch one really hard or you just curl up. That's, that's, yeah, very awesome. that's Detroit tactical training. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> that dude. <laughs> Gosh. I, um, so, when did you, Keith, like, when did you start getting involved with our rap stuff? Who don't get up on the beat next is Keith. Every fucking morning, I brush my teeth. I don't give a fuck, bitch, because I keep my breath good. Keep it real nice, because I'm living in the hood. I'm chilling. I'm rocking. I'm with my niggas, people. We chilling. We rocking surf, they got to see through. You can see my titties, I don't give a fuck till they pretty. Then I'm running around like Pete did it. Did it? Did it. That is my man. Where did you go to ring at? I don't even know. He oh! just switched on us. I'm gonna ring it, and I'm gonna bling it when I'm ringing. Come through, get your big ass dick, I'm singing. Singing and shit, that's what we do. Volume 4, not volume 2. Motherfucker, volume 2, we were slipping. We were stripping. Now I'm eating fried chicken. Because I know. You know, like it's mainly me and Joe, yeah. and then Ronald was around. I want to say Ryan was the first to link with y'all, and then mm-hmm. just Ryan probably my, through Model UN, maybe. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then Ryan just being my my best friend, like he kind of brought me in because he knew I was into rap and all this. And then I, we eventually mm-hmm. we all ended up on the same track team in a bunch of classes, but mm-hmm. I think it was the Ryan connection first. Yeah, I think it was that because I know for us, my parents had church house church on wednesdays and i didn't want to be there for that because we just didn't have a lot of privacy in the house so i forgot about that. i would just yeah. come over every wednesday and that's when we started doing stuff and then we had model un together and that wasn't a real class it was run by an alcoholic so we just got to leave most of the days. <laughs> yeah. oh so it was like college though yeah so it's like <laughs> we were ready to go it was like college but you were supposed to do research yeah or we were supposed to do our yeah. own research during yeah. that we never did period, we just but... went yeah yeah, but, but then also we were at Northern at that time too, sharing rides and stuff. Model mm-hmm. UN was like a big ass group project, but we had like a, For a four week. or five people who did all the work. So and like it seemed like we had a functional UN program, but it was really like just five people no, who. It was a club it. for like 
the elite of the school to like not do ROTC or skill set yeah. or anything mm-hmm. like that. And like I, I oh man, I was so horrible in model UN. Like, I did, I did, <laughs> yeah, I this guy. What did you say? What did you say though? Who is this Cambridge guy anyway? Yeah, I was up. No, you said you were up debating, and they were like a Cambridge study, whatever. And then your comeback was, "Who is this Cambridge guy anyway? Some dude just pulling rabbits out of hat." (laughs) (laughs) That was like some shit that, like, was that dude's name? I don't know NATO. What about NATO? How do you feel about NATO? I never met NATO. I never met NATO on the battle. I don't talk about people behind their back. NATO is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Oh, but you didn't say that. I thought you were talking about, I know this guy named NATO, NATO Jacobs. But you You have to know these things. If you're running for public Do you know NATO Jacobs? I Do you know NATO Jacobs? I know what NATO is. Do you know NATO Jacobs? Uh, I'm sorry, I haven't met the gentleman. That's I what I said. Did I say that? Man, you don't know nothing about NATO. I don't know nothing about NATO. <laughs> Bernie Mac would say that's oh Bernie. Who is Cambridge, anyways? How do you trust that dude? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I remember a lot of times just saying shit, like because I, I don't know, I just wasn't, I just say no a whole lot of shit. I I had to re, I had to say something. I had to say. I still don't know how to say the word. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sound it out. Oh, I didn't know how to say it. I was going to say uh, vineyard. But I said vineyard, and everybody was laughing at me. I mean, it looks like vineyard. Yeah. Like, God damn it. I could not say perforation. 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 The proliferation. Proliferation. Yeah. Still I just remember being mad intimidated by like a few people in that class. Yeah. They, some I don't even know if they were smart so in hindsight, serious, but they presented real confident about like mm-hmm. the world. And I didn't know anything Dude, about I got, geography or none of that shit. So no. I was like, I'm going to play the back. There's a few girls in here. The girl I was dating at the time was in here. So I was like, all right, I'm going to ride this eight. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to her. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Hope she's well. She's actually probably nearby. <laughs> no, uh. I remember one time I was at a Model UN conference and I was like, I'm going to speak. And I was kind of like flirting because you could send notes and stuff. And I was kind of flirting with this girl. She was so bad. And uh, I got up there. She's bad. Yeah, she was good. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I got up there as like representative of Russia and did my thing. And then I was like, I'll open it to questions. And she was asked me the first question. She was like, how do you feel about cults? And and I was because it was about religious something mm-hmm. and so I was like oh you know Russia we're blah 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 like kind of like not saying we're not bad about culture she's mm-hmm. like are you aware you're the signing member of the anti-cult league or something just put me on blast I'm like I'm not talking to her the rest of the time yeah, he's yeah like, yo I, I thought we was yeah like, that's exactly yeah, that's, what I was yeah, scared yeah, of yeah. so that's why I didn't talk because I'm like if I say anything then, yeah, I'm like, gonna get like murdered but what I always appreciate about that class and I I, I might do it with my kids is two minute speeches because mm-hmm. I, I wasn't real comfortable speaking in front of people, so we had this mm-hmm. thing we would do where you go in front of class and the teacher would just give you a random-ass topic like peanut butter and jelly. You had to talk for two minutes, and you if you said, um, or uh, they would ring a bell. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, that helped you gave me get some better. good practice. Yeah, they also did the, and you know, you know, it's like, oh, or yeah. something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Or long pause, just yeah. anything that you try not to do when you're speaking. I know that class was cool for me because, like, I really didn't travel much at all. Like, oh, yeah, up, let me talk about there. that. Let me talk yep. about that. <laughs> comes to Chicago for the first time. He's got like two bags one bag of clothes, and another bag was all snacks, bro. It was all snacks. Duffel bag. So, we get to Chicago. We're staying in the room with this dude we don't really like. It's just three of us. And uh, we go to Benihana's, and it's so expensive and stuff like that. And this dude is like, they're like, you want some tea? Everyone's like, everyone's like, sure, blah, blah, blah. He, he, Adrian finds out it's free. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll have some. 
then he's drinking it, and then I made him laugh. He's like, oh, man, you made me almost spill my juice all over the table. <laughs> Earl Grey juice. Yeah. I remember we, we walked back from there because you told uh, the teacher that you, like, knew your way around. Yeah. Because you got family there, but yeah. we did not. It was dangerous. We, we got doing. lost. <laughs> and then you were talking to all the homeless people. Yeah, because I, I... Me and I Fernando just kept we, walking. Yeah, you were yeah like, we was at outside of fucking uh, Virgin... Mobile, yeah, or yeah. Virgin store, the, um, which doesn't exist. That's doesn't, aging us. Yes. Yeah, but like, yeah, we was right there about to go in. Then the homeless dude started talking to me, and y'all just dipped out on me. Like, yeah. <laughs> Good luck. No, no he was no, not no. just talking to Adrian. He was talking <laughs> to all, all of us, us and, and we just, just kept left. walking, like, like you oh. do. And Adrian, who's never traveled anywhere, is like, <laughs> tell me your, people. tell me your issues. <laughs> Gave him all his money. There is all kinds of stuff that Adrian's happens. Adrian's a sweetheart. Day. That's what it is. Yeah, way more than oh, us too. but then also, so he has this big bag of snacks, right? So now we're sleeping in this room, and it's like one o'clock in the morning, and you hear all this plastic rustling. I'm like, Adrian, what are you doing? He's like eating a brownie, <laughs> and then it's quiet, and then like two minutes later, you hear the the, the wrestling again. I'm like, Adrian, what are you doing? He was like, it was a two pack. <laughs> I didn't say I was done. It was a two pack. Oh shit! Man, that was crazy. And then Adrian had all kinds of funny shit that happened. Even when we traveled, we, then we ended up going to Mexico City. This dude <laughs> buys this big ass axe. This is like 2005, so not too I far, not too far removed from 9/11 and stuff. And so in Mexico City at the time, you just rolled up to before you got to your like check-in gate. Not even check-in gate, just to like check in and get your ticket because there was no mobile apps or anything at the time you had to put your suitcase on this table and the military dudes just open it up and look and so adrian's the only black dude in the airport (laughs) they throw that (laughs) luggage on that thing and adrian's freaking out because he has an axe at the bottom of it (laughs) and they zip it up and they open it and it's all spongebob and (laughs) jammers i remember that and they just started laughing and closed that up they're like get the fuck out of here spongebob pajama (laughs) oh yeah High fashion, for yeah. Sure. I, I wore that shit at school on pajama day. I wore most days. <laughs> like, if I had track practice, I didn't care. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah, and Keith would just be wearing his lanyard with his phone and keys on it. Yeah, swag. What a dumbass. I wear my keys around my neck too. Long. See, he wasn't hip. All the cool kid stuff. You had, well, yeah. How, why did y'all have so many keys? You just have a car key and a house key. Yep, front door, back door. <laughs> <laughs> Mama car, daddy car. That's four keys right there. Yeah, you guys had some. We all had interesting cars, though. Grandma house. <laughs> oh, yeah, I had a, a Dodge Avenger, a little red. That was, I think it was like a 95. It was so low to the low ground. Low to the ground. Yeah. Every time I pull out the driveway, it just... Yeah. Mom made you get the vanity plate, too, A-Dub. A-Dub. I respect it. Yeah. I had a 95 Grand Dam with Superman stickers, decals <laughs> on the windows. Yeah. yeah, I had that Sebring convertible. Yeah, mm-hmm. the cool top. One. No, that Dropped was that was lovely. We we thought we, I, I know, I but felt it, like the shit right. Yeah. Oh, we were like, like, yeah. I know, but it leaked and smelled so bad <laughs> and froze, and the radio didn't work. But there was this one time we dropped the top and came back from northern to central, and I was just putting the top up. I'm like, 
putting it up, putting it up, it's starting to fall down. Adrian has a seatbelt on. All of a sudden, Adrian starts <laughs> losing his mind, like freaking oh, okay. out. Like I've never seen him freak like out this before ever. And he was freaking out. Could trying to run out of the car, but wasn't taking his seatbelt off, like type shit. And it was because there was a spider that was attached to the <laughs> roof, and it was just coming down on him. But he wasn't using his words, <laughs> and he was just trying to get out of the car without taking his seatbelt, like having a complete panic attack. And I'm just looking at him like, what is going on? Like stopping the thing. So now it's making the spider like jiggle down, you know, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Those are times. I forgot about that shit. Yeah. I think the reason I was friends with Ronald besides track practice was just that one day I didn't have shit to do and I didn't want to walk home. And I was just chilling at the library and I was watching cars and shit, reading a magazine or something. And then I saw Ronald and a- Ronald and Keith, like just talking to a like mm-hmm. from like you know forty <laughs> yards away. Gotta I guess some sound effects after he says yeah. <laughs> We're using first and last name on that. Super nice, super hot lady. And so <laughs> she was older than us. She's like two years older. Than us. <laughs> no, she, like she was a teacher. Yeah, so. She is a teacher. Uh, <laughs> but um. So I got jealous because I'm a hater, and I just like <laughs> went out of that library as fast as fuck, like running down, but then walked out, you know, to look like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just an accident, and I like interrupted the conversation, whatever. And then I just got in Ronald's car, and I barely know this. I mean, I know him from school yeah. and stuff like that. Next thing I know, we're at Ronald's house on the north side eating chicken nuggets with cheese. <laughs> we're picking with up, cheese. we're picking up Jesse, and we're like at a basketball game and stuff like that. We hung out like all night. No, that stick shoe? Yeah. <laughs> Ronald's like such a careless driver. He's a good yeah. driver, but just careless. Like, I think he's going to fly out the parking lot and stuff. He stops last second. And then, yeah. Those are times. I mean, when I first met Keith, or I think I think we were in like a Spanish class. Yeah. We, we had. He was dating somebody else at the time. Yeah, yeah. We had a Spanish class together and. I didn't like you just because I liked your girlfriend. Dude, this is like, like a recurring like, theme on this podcast. This dude. Like, Apparently, everybody hated me when they met me. <laughs> but then eventually, I was like, oh, no. He's all right. Yeah. Glad. Sorry you were jealous. But it didn't work out. I'm sure that made you happy. No, because then your next girlfriend liked her. <laughs> <laughs> let's tell that story. So oh, yeah. Let's go back to Model UN. Oh, God. So we're at this Model UN conference in Lansing. If you're ever in Lansing, not East Lansing, but the capital of Michigan, there's this place called Backyard Barbecue that's got some good sandwiches and a really good Chinese buffet. <laughs> but anyways, we're there, and the Model UN has these dances at the end of it, just for virgins, typically like myself at the time. <laughs> But sex gods sometimes like Keith come through. But anyways, <laughs> we're there, and I think Adrian was dancing with Keith's girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And I literally walked up to Keith, and I was like, "Bro, that's so disrespectful. I'll never do that, bro. <laughs> I went out like I'd rather die than do that. Went out of his way. Went out of my way to let me know that that was against his moral I code. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know. I don't I know if it was you. Him. And I don't even been, know, no, it I could, don't know. The story is a little. It probably was. You was a little horny <laughs> toad at the party. <laughs> you could rub on. You was trying to rub on. So, anyways, so anyways, no more than maybe four minutes later, I'm in the vicinity of this girl, <laughs> and f- 
in that in that Missy Elliott music makes me lose control. Come on. <laughs> and it just made me lose control <laughs> as, as advertised and I just walked right up on that booty you know what I'm saying and she started dancing on me all good it's Model UN full of virgins but I swear to god in just like a teenage movie type shit I look to the right and in the flashing lights I just see Keith scowling just like from around the dance floor, I'm like, would have never had a problem with it if I didn't if just, you, if you just minutes just ago set, set the show up. Like, hey, bro. First of all, I think that's fucked up. It's yeah, like, yeah. Well, I would never. Do yeah, it. minutes okay, prior, cool. and so Keith just walks out. He's like about to fight me. He just leaves because he doesn't want to fight me, and I follow and all the shit. <laughs> and Kyle has no idea what's happening, and all these things are happening, and. We basically stopped talking, and there's just beef for a day. Yeah, I think word like spread for from our Model UN class, like that there was tension between me and Joe because like, everybody so, was weird about Adrian's, it. <laughs> Adrian cried the next day. I think Adrian wrote us a note. He wrote both of us yeah. a oh note separately, God, talking fuck. about he didn't want us to all fall apart, the group fuck, to fall oh my apart. God. <laughs> <laughs> Heartfelt. I really wish I kept that letter. Yeah, me like, too. I could have framed that bitch, but anyways, <laughs> but then. So this is so much drama, like probably the most tension I've had in my life, but it lasts less than a day and a half because we're at McDonald's and everyone gets off the bus. And so Keith and I go to the back near the near the um luggage. luggage and we're just like we don't i don't want to lose your friendship man i'm sorry i don't know music made me lose control whatever. <laughs> damn it missy <laughs> and we hugged and it was all good after that uh, yeah i remember that shit just being like fuck like like y'all's the best shit that's happened to yeah, me bro, like i'm yeah. like You'd have thought we were Adrian's like parents getting yeah, a divorce like, or something. Like, oh, <laughs> I just want y'all to stay together. <laughs> that's all I got. Do this, man. Otherwise, yeah. If Keith and I left the group, we would definitely war and split people up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. think I would have took the the stronger parts. No, because the originators yeah, would have been. Yeah. I said what I said. And Ron would have. <laughs> I think Ronald would have been neutral. Nope. Yeah. I would have definitely got Ronald. I would have got Ryan and Tyrone. Easily, no, nah, I promise. Nah. Ronald, Ronald's my boot. <laughs> I, promise you, I promise you, we should call Ronald. <laughs> call right up. Which side this motherfucker in? Yeah, yeah, I would have got the, the stronger parts there. But Tyrone and I have more of a history. So. No, you don't. Yeah, we do. Nope. Mm -hmm. I've been hanging around I know, Tyrone since I was like, yeah, but we played football together. You ain't got no football. We stories. watched our first pornos together. So I gave him his first condom. That's okay. And look how that worked Why out do you for think, him. Why do you think he wanted to use a condom? Because when we were watching porno together. This guy had like... Yeah, he never used them. He's never used them. He never used them. No, the condom I gave him, funny story, I turned 16, <laughs> got a driver's license. I'm like, I'm about to get so much ass, bro. So I drive to Target, use a Target gift card to buy some condoms, but I'm scared. So I get the condoms that... Uh, are supposed to they're like extended pleasure they have this numbing cream or something in them because i'm worried about busting too quick so i didn't use them um they expired eventually but i gave some to tyrone <laughs> which is why tyrone has yeah and so tyrone has condom issues now because it made his dick go numb so i thought this was gonna be the kind of story about the day off <laughs> you thought you were oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 i'll say her name you don't have to shayla <laughs> we gonna beat that up. <laughs> she lives here too, actually. Yeah, she we lives keep here bringing up people. Yeah. Oh my lord! She promised me some nanny. 
No, when you say promised, how? She was like, yeah, but then Tasha showed up. I think Tasha, like, <laughs> she's probably going to listen to this. I <laughs> like, specifically, what was the promise? It was like, yeah, like, I'll give it up. Like, it was very clear. And I took her to, what's that? What's the name of that burger place? Red Robin. Oh, you was and, balling up. I mean, Tasha came too, and then Tasha stayed downstairs. We went upstairs. I put a little system of a down on because she said, <laughs> that. that's, your, that's your bag. <laughs> and then she was like, I got a boyfriend and all this shit. And then it was bad news bears after that. Yeah, she got a, a boyfriend that and what? And Just after I paid before. the meal, you know what I'm saying? That's the game. Ladies, do not I, use men for free I, dinner. Was I with you on that trip to buy condoms? I, went, I remember going yeah, with I you on so, the trip. Yeah, I think so, Target, yeah. We, uh, it was probably the model you went to when you were supposed to. Yeah, it's probably school time. You know, research time. Yeah, like I left school times. for any excuse. I think when, was it, uh, Kingdom Come came out, I left. When Lincoln Park ministered in. Like, those are all just reasons <laughs> to skip school. Anytime a good album came out, I skipped school. I never skipped middle school classes. I was too afraid in middle school. Yeah, I didn't have nowhere to go in middle school. Like, I was afraid for my safety out there. Actually, I lied. Like, if I needed to poop because I never used yeah, the bathroom, I would just left and walked home. Oh, yeah, because you live. Right close. close. Yeah. Do you remember that one time? Um, <clears throat> oh, well, I guess this is some serious shit. But so like, <laughs> I w- I was like, oh, 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 well, we're gonna go there. But um, so I was beef. Me and my mama had beef. When I was young, me and my mama had beef. Seventeen years. But, uh, <laughs> I was going. I was beefing with my mom. <laughs> And she basically like cut me off of like everything. Like I, mm-hmm. she took all my clothes. I couldn't get no money, all that shit. Um, so then we were on our drive back from I think from Northern. Yeah. And we we're riding in your car heading back. Oh and no! I mean, there's a there's some there's a, a Joe being a bully part to the story. Oh, I too. don't remember that. I must have. We were in Mr. <laughs> we were in Mr. Voidovich's class. And you came back, and you were caking it with the, your girl at the time and shit. But you uh, wore the same clothes from the day before. Uh, and Keith and I were like, "Look at this bitch!" <laughs> no, you definitely like pointed it out. Look at this dusty motherfucker. <laughs> I definitely would have noticed. <laughs> yeah, we definitely like started it a little quick, but we just like class was starting, or whatever. And then you wrote this note, and you were just like, "My mom kicked me out of the house." Blah blah blah. I'm like. Glad I didn't make yeah. say more things like that. And so then we were driving back to Northern, and that that Gnarls Barkley put a smile on your face. Yeah. It's like keep smiling. on smiling stuff. We we're driving all of a sudden, this dude sniffling and crying. I and I'm like, that I'm like, song hit me. I'm, and I can tell you know how hard this life can be, but you keep on smiling for me. Like you wanna, I was like, alright, and we had some classes, but we rolled up to, and I was like, you wanna come home and get something to eat? And Adrian was like, you wanna play some video games too? And he was like, and when Adrian came over to my house, man, that dude ate, yo, that dude ate so much, like, cause my parents buy too much food and stuff. And one time he came over, and all of a sudden he comes back into the living room with a caramel apple and like all these things. I'm like, where'd you get that? He's like, it was in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, you ain't see that shit? Because it wasn't the same when you went to Adrian's house. It was like, no, no you can't eat any of that. You got to eat what's in the pot. Yep. We like, ain't had no fruits or nothing up chips. in that bitch. If you're lucky, you get some chips. But, well, we was in there and they're rapping. Yeah. Dungeon. In the dungeon. And I'm wondering, 
Mm-hmm. I think it's rap time. Oh. Because, yeah. I like to break it up with a rap. Here, I'm going to let y'all listen to the beats and pick one because I know y'all motherfuckers be talking shit. Oh, these are your beats? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, here, Keith, you, you get Be me. ready for some experimental jazz. Rapper's <laughs> <laughs> time. Rapping time, rapping time, rapping time. I'ma turn my voice up, turn my voice up. I'ma turn my voice up, get my choice up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'ma turn the rap up. We gon' never turn the clap up. We gon' come back, do the trap up. Hold up, dog, I gotta snap up. Gotta snap up, gotta snap on. You say it right, and I'm back on the song. Coming back, and I might do it wrong. If I do it right, dog, then I do it wrong. Came through, and I came with the flow. Came back, and I came to the stove. Grab something off the front row. Front row of the front chef to the left. Ain't right, come through, do it like the death. Hold up, dog, I do it by myself. All do it with my homies, and they right here. Ain't right, dog, moving like a light year. Light year, that's quick, and I'm too sick. Ain't right, baby, boo, and I'm too slick. Come through with the flow, that is foolish. Hold up, where the heck did the crew win? Where'd it go, where'd it go? Here they at the stove. About to pass it to my homie over here, you know. His name is Keith, and he's about to hang it like a reef. Yeah, I'ma hang it like a reef. My name Keith, I brush my teeth. And if the thing go queef, that's cool with me. Hey, cause I'ma dance, I'ma do it. Everybody know that I go do it. You know that I got the fluid, and if you don't know, but you knew it. Oh. Hey, uh, chillin' with the bows in H time. Hey, hey. I don't even know, but I stay down. Everybody know I don't play around like the kids when they all on the playground. Getting on the jungle gym, I don't even know can't fuck with him. Uh. Everybody know that I got the jokes and I got the strokes for all of the folks. Uh. Black or you white, I don't care. I might pull up my underwear, I might go with this care. Everybody laughing, but I share uh. my thoughts. This is what I think. I would love me a drink, uh. and I like it if it's pink. You know what I mean? No, I mean. Oh, count that green. I'm getting the money, and it ain't funny. Ain't if you a dummy, I don't really care, cause I gotta rub my tummy. And it's like summit, summit. I don't even know who that is, though. I don't even know Carl Winslow. Winslow. But I know he bought the prime. Uh. And I know he bought the dimes. Uh. Uh. Like an old cider. I don't even know why I said that, cause I ain't got no cider. Like a spider. Easy, weasy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll bust one more rap. You can hand the headphones over there. We only got one set of headphones, so we gotta pass them. Alright, I'm back. Oh, hold up, I done fucked up the flow up Ain't right, dog. I still gotta get my dough up Still gotta get my toe up Still gotta come through, hop, I just don't throw up Been drinking too much stuff, come through, hit him up Then I'm rolling on the bus, if I'm not on the bus Then I'm on the bus, but getting some shit out my guts Oh, that's what it was, I don't know, dog. I still feel buzz I don't know, dog. I feel what it was Let me know when you're jumping in, when you're stuffing in with a crunk again, and I'm drunk again, like a lioness. I'm the best with a lioness. Elliot Ness, can't touch me, but you can if you watch me. Touch me, touch me, touch me, me. No words that I say, but I do like to play in the hey, hey, hey. But I ain't gay, but that's okay. But I blew in the pool and do I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, but I know that I'm fucking slaying. Slaying that pussy, slaying that ass. Put it on the glass, like he voted, said in the 80s. But he's not from the 80s or the 90s, baby. Yeah, 89, legacy B, and it's 
say thank you, baby girl. You trying to be my Valentine? They say no, and I say cool, cause I'm married, so that's true. Everybody know it's Barry, Halle Berry, come through like Jim Terry, play for the Mavericks, and I'm a savage, and I don't even care cause my house is lavish, and it's tragic, if you don't play the basketball like Magic, Johnson, Action, Bronson, I don't even know what I'm saying, but I got the AK, and you know I'm friend. Mm. Humble Trump. Scooby Dooby Doo. Um, playing tricks on you. So, I talked about a time where I had to call on, well, where Joe came through for me as a youngin. I remember <laughs> a time. Do you remember when I called you, Keith, when I was like ready to kill somebody? Say more. <laughs> so, Keith gets I mean, a lot it was, of those it was, calls. It, it, it was just me, like, it was a situation where, um, oh, yeah, like a abusive situation. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep, remember who exactly who you were going to kill. Yeah, and yep. uh, I had so much like anger that I didn't have anywhere to, to put it. Because, mm -hmm. like, um, situation where some kids were around and I'm like didn't want to fight with kids around and I'm like telling the other figure like hey take the kids upstairs because I'm ready to kill this motherfucker <laughs> and I need to do this and they wouldn't do this and like it actually in hindsight I'm like okay they probably did that on purpose like didn't allow that to happen mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah. um, but I was just so angry at the whole situation I was just like fuck, I don't know what to do. So, like, I remember cussing them out and just being furious, which I'm never like. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember, like, just going downstairs. And that's when I was, like, in the basement. And then I um, I called up Keith. I think this when you, because you were, this was, like, after we graduated, so you were going to college. I think, yeah, Keith was one of the folks around. And I remember you ain't even really say anything, you know. Like, I called you, and I, I don't know what I was saying or what, but you can tell I was distraught. And I just kind of aired some shit mm -hmm. out, aired shit out on you. And he was like, you you, are, you good? I probably just tried to calm you down. Yeah. Or or come where I am. That's usually my move. Like, yeah. right, get away from, from whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Come be mad at me for being a bad host, you know. <laughs> my hosting skills are significantly <laughs> improved since, since those days. But yeah, I mean, um, that's just how how shit be. But no, I mean, we talked. I talked about that with Ronald. Just how important it was having people around that you can count on. Yeah, plus shit. And I mean, our group was dope just because I don't know. It was like before safe spaces was a thing. People mm -hmm. talked about like we talk about that all the time now. Be ourselves and shit. But I mean, we didn't have any fun. We didn't do enough drinking and smoking. We could have had a lot more fun if we were like drinking and smoking. Yeah, I yeah. didn't drink till I was 20. I'm going to say I didn't yeah, do that until I was in college. Yeah, yeah. same. We and, missed out. and I turned down a lot of Punani. Why didn't y'all drink early? I know for me it was like just fear. Cause for me it was too. Like I that, smoked a little bit in high school and stuff like that. But Like cigarettes or weed? Weed. Oh. I've never smoked a cigarette. You didn't tell me you were smoking weed. I didn't know you smoke weed. Yeah, smoking weed. You got another set of friends? Yeah, with those suburbs kids that what? say... <laughs> the white that, the same dude that showed me my uh, first porno mag uh, great influence yeah, he's actually my priest son isn't that crazy yeah, I mean preacher's I kids are the most reckless based on yeah. my experience I used to be like I don't get it like I'm not high but I would spend the whole fucking night just dying laughing <laughs> yeah you're already there buddy like we were out one night and we saw this like thing in the back of a car 
And I thought it was a dog, and I was like, oh, look at that dog. And my boy was like, that's not a dog, that's a kid in a parka, which is such a funny thing to use. And as soon as he said that, the dog just turned his head and looked at us, and we cracked up. Like, I laughed so hard I threw up. (laughs) It was, like, so bad. But then I was like, I don't understand weed. Like, I don't get it. Like, I'm not even high. Yeah. Even though I'm laughing at something so dumb. Yeah, I've learned that. Like, when you're, like, super adamant about the fact you're not high, it's like, oh, yeah, you high. Yeah, yeah. I remember that was my first time getting high like when I was at Ferris State and I was with this girl who smoked all the time and, and put me on um, and I was just like yeah like I ain't I ain't even feeling nothing and then she on her wall she had this poster of that the cat on Alice in Wonderland that's a good and I was thing like, to have I was like why is cat sure. staring at me like, I was <laughs> this motherfucker staring at me and she was like yeah you, you high I was like oh yeah probably but no but yeah I think what like a lot of reasons why I didn't smoke or drink or do a lot of shit in Flint was I was just super paranoid about. Like I just felt like it's, any of that stuff would lead to me being in spaces that would get yeah, me that's into exactly some bullshit. It. Who so, you had to deal with to do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, like my dad, like my parents would use this scare tactic of like telling you stories. And I've always, I've I've never been like what I call a stove toucher. Like if you tell me that shit hot, I don't need good. To, I don't need to like find out for myself. So yeah, warnings usually work for me. But I think. After I got like my degree and I had like a little bit of security, mm-hmm. I was a little more comfortable taking taking some of those chances. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Once I got to college and just saw like how normal or how many you know how yeah how normal it was. Like I thought only people who was into some yeah. wild shit That's or whatever thing. like I did remember. it. I was like, okay. I got to B school and found out like. Everybody, everybody does <laughs> cocaine. Not just the students, though. Like staff, like oh y'all do this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, me. so it's not like oh it's a hood thing or oh you can't be successful. Like you make crazy money. Mm-hmm. This is just something you do in moderation or whatever. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Perspective. All about that perspective. Yeah, I was. I don't know. We were all very good kids. Mm. I mean. We were good compared to <laughs> some of the shit we were around. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Keith yeah, wasn't yeah. good. He was out there just. I was, you know, I was a gentleman. He was a true coxman. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. I cannot confirm nor deny <laughs> these allegations. Lord. I had friends. You didn't, you didn't go with us on that drive when we was throwing eggs? No. I went egging, yeah. I used I to go egging a lot in high school. Oh, for real? Yeah. I went with y'all one time. And I never we did was that. egging. I don't know why y'all yeah. choose that area to go yeah. egging. Like, that was... Yeah, no, in hindsight, that was really stupid. Like, yeah. could have easily turned into, oh, they have weapons on them. <laughs> <laughs> They're not throwing eggs. They're throwing something else. Yeah. I remember I went out the... I was so, like... For one, like the whole time I'm in the car with y'all, I'm like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to throw an egg at a person. Like, <laughs> yeah. like I'm not an egg. Yeah, it's like I'm, a really shitty. I'm not an egg. Especially you just outside, it's cold. You're yeah. already having a bad day. <laughs> Somebody throws an egg at you. Yeah, Somebody we, in a car. Yeah. We rolled up on, and I, I don't know if I deliberately did that, but I totally missed. I was just, eh. <laughs> <laughs> you on purpose. I mean, you wouldn't hit. If you I, I, like, if I tried, yeah, I probably yeah. wouldn't have hit him anyway. But, but yeah, yeah. When, when bad things happen for a while, I just kind of chalk it up to shit like that that I did. Like, I don't know if I believe in karma, but if it's real, it's like, yeah, you threw eggs at people. That was just mine. Yeah. <laughs> so you probably deserved it. Um, 
I know with you, Keith, like we talked about, you talked about like anxiety and shit a lot. Um, and I know that kind of comes with being where we're from. Like mm-hmm. I know I talked to you about like my first memory, one of my first memories ever being like with me and my grandma at the ATM. We both getting knocked down and shit. Somebody snatched my grandma's purse. She like rushed me mm-hmm. to um, the car um, and put me back there. Um, and eventually some guy who like was around and saw that chased after this dude. And it was it was a kid, you know what I mean? Like a so they got scared, dropped it and brought it back. But like you know, as we kinda are getting older and having language for this stuff, you know, I start to think about that kind of stuff and how it affects me, um, and learning about my anxiety. What have you done for that? Like have you done anything about that? Have has just like knowing about that helped you just Uh I wouldn't say that I, I... Like, it was never, like, crippling like it is for some people. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of just recognized it mm-hmm. pretty early that, like, oh, the shit that we experienced or saw on a regular basis wasn't normal. And because of that, I approached certain, like, settings and events or things, conversations a certain way. But I don't know. I guess the best thing that I do is I just talk about it. But I mm-hmm. think that's that's where I differ from, like, a lot of my cousins or people I grew up with. Like, my father has always been pretty, like, communicative whereas all his brothers are like old school black dudes they don't talk about shit they don't yeah. no feelings no nothing just suck it up mm-hmm. so he kind of made that like acceptable or it was something where i saw it so like I'll, I'll have a conversation about like my fears or you know things that i struggle with or shit that i saw growing up that might affect me a certain way versus just thinking i gotta suck it up because i'm a man or mm-hmm. i think that's the best thing it's like yeah. I talk about it. You were kind of talking about that, too, the other day, right? About what? About anxiety. About your experience with that. Yeah, I think I think it's less, I look at it as less anxiety, but more just, like, stressful situations that just become the norm in a way of, like, a cloud. So there's, like, this threat of violence that it was always around and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And the threat of, like, my safety can be impacted at any point. So I remember, like, my neighbor's house got robbed and stuff when I was real young and I just didn't sleep for like a whole that was like my first all-nighter mm-hmm. I remember being just so scared that they're gonna come in our house so I didn't sleep that whole night and like the sun came up and I went to school the next day and everything like that mm-hmm. and that's pretty minor and compared to some of the trauma that people go through and stuff like that but it's just like I used to wear it as like a badge of honor for a little bit mm-hmm. and be like ah I'm kind of glad I had that perspective but now that I have my own son and stuff like that like I don't he doesn't you don't need to experience that to be mm-hmm. like a good person or have a good life mm-hmm. or like be empathetic towards certain things. So it kind of has like a, a re-perspective on things. Like I enjoy my, I enjoy my upbringing. I understand its faults and its pluses and stuff like that, but it's not perfect. And I don't need to recreate that for my son. Yeah. I feel like I kind of went through some stages similar to that too, where, um, I don't know, you kind of, think about those things you've gone through and, and they kind of frame it like everything you went through made you who you are which which it does you know what I mean mm-hmm. but some of that stuff yeah definitely is not necessary and also might make you think in a way that or think of certain situations in a way that you don't have to like think of it as way more threatening or 
than you need to think of it as. I think it's like they talk about survivor. They talk about imposter syndrome and survivor guilt and certain things mm-hmm. like that. And mm-hmm. I think about that story you talk about when you found out your friend got shot when you're at Ferris mm-hmm. and you were just like, I'm supposed to be there. And you put almost like a guilt on yourself. Like things aren't supposed to be good for me in a way. Mm-hmm. And like, that's bad yeah. because of me not being there or something, even though it's completely unrelated to anything in your life. Yeah. You know? so. I, I think to that point, like, like even kind of like where Joe was coming from, like I had, the things that I may have experienced that weren't ideal, like you compare them to some of the things your friends or other people, you know, experience. Mm-hmm. For me, I struggle with like even allowing myself to acknowledge if I was going through a rough patch because I would always compare it to but shit that other, I know my friends went through that through. was like, worse. Yo, that's, like, yeah. I never there was a time when like I was that. living in Pittsburgh and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if depressed is the word. That feels like a little too heavy, but I was going through some shit. Mm-hmm. But I would always think about like, oh, I have a friend who maybe has, you know, a sick kid or I have a friend who, you know, didn't have two parents. And so it's like, all right, suck that shit up, bro. Your mm-hmm. problems aren't big enough to take to people who have other things. And then one of my homies, uh, Frisco, he just kind of like once I expressed that to him, he's like, dog, nah, fuck that. Like, yeah. I know I got a bunch of shit or so and so got a bunch of shit, but like, if you don't, share it with people or you don't try to deal with it it's just going mm-hmm. you know weigh on you and it's gonna you know just get worse um and so now even like my small problems i'm okay with acknowledging like all right this is still something still, that's it's, bothering you so it's okay to feel a way about whatever you're it. feeling about it is yeah. still a valid thing that is worthy of being addressed or yeah. talked about and then just like I, I said earlier just realizing some shit ain't normal i think like you talked about your homie that passed when you were in college. When I was in B school, I remember I got a text uh, from from Ryan actually, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Yo, did you hear about you know our friend?" Mm-hmm. And that's all he texted me. And you, I, you already most already people already. would think like, "Oh man, something good might have happened," or maybe you already, as soon you as I got that text, I knew he was dead. Like mm-hmm. that was all I needed. I was like, "Oh fuck!" And every time I think about that, I'm like, "What does that say about?" just the shit that's normal to us. It's like, you ask me if I heard about certain people, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume you're gonna that they died. you automatically jump to that. And a part of that is maybe the lifestyle that I thought or knew he was living, but that always just kind of bothers me. Like, damn. But why, that is the Why couldn't it have been something good, potentially? Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, when it's in that lifestyle, it's not. And you know the reality of that lifestyle. And you're yeah. not like learning it through like something on stars that makes it like re- look really cool. Like, you know, the outcomes aren't nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I it's I've probably gotten more really bad did you hear about some shows than really good and mm-hmm. so I can be jaded and cynical sometimes and I try not to be though because life's still good you feel me it is life is good just just not too long ago um I was just chilling in my room um not, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Take care of myself. When I'm alone in my room. I'm going to play with my ball. <laughs> so I was just chilling, just lotioning out. You know, Jerkins was there. I was there. It was a marvelous time. Pepper grinding. Listen, candles. <laughs> me time, me time. <laughs> no, but I, I was, it was just the pause. I was just chilling and I was like, I think I'm happy. And it, I don't know. It was it was a, it was a very weird thing because I don't know. I feel like often I'm not very present. I don't. Yeah. I try to 
be elsewhere and I was just like I don't know feel like I've done a lot of work and yeah and I, I think it's dope to be able to recognize that I, mm-hmm. I posted some shit like probably a year or so ago about that like I was just kind of looked around I was like this is a good place like shit ain't everything ain't perfect mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of shit I still want but later that day this is straight yeah then <laughs> the next day I got hit with a haymaker but like I still think it's good to recognize like even this right now like the fact yeah. that we sitting here kicking it you know how we, life is for us now like mm-hmm. it may be a year two mm-hmm. years before we get to chop it up so like I'm sitting here playing fucking fusion frenzy and like, <laughs> I just kind of sit back like this kind of feels like 2006 mm-hmm. he's only happy about that because he's winning yeah you win yeah I was dragging him in, in case, yeah, but you're not talking you about Rocket League though <laughs> fusion frenzy was the game I named for a reason <laughs> shout out to my homie Samson Samson, <laughs> but yeah, like I just recognizing those moments when they happen. Yeah, and, and being present. Like given this episode or stage of our lives where it's just way more rare, because unlike a lot of our parents, we didn't all just stay in the same place. Yeah, um, but yeah, man, it's cool. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, well, that might be a good place to stop. We can keep bullshitting down to until yeah. the boy come through. Mm-hmm. So I was sitting in my room by myself. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know how I get down. Feel me? Dim lights. You know what I'm Watching my dog skip. <laughs> <laughs> that shit always gets me right where I need to be. <laughs> Frankie Muniz. Something about that boy. <laughs> he ain't got no memory. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Masturbation jokes. It's always good. Man, but Adrian has some crazy family. <laughs> One thing I always think about is Adrian's mom always kept a tight house and shit. And they had this china cabinet that I never saw used. It was full of crystals and all kinds of shit. And one time he had like cousins come over and they were like new cousins kind of introduced. Like people didn't really know him that well. We were playing that. That one game, what's it called? Improvisations or something where the card like disappears. Was it, uh, uh, gestures? Gestures, yeah. Mm-hmm. He he had this cousin, and she was a big lady. She was like (laughs) so. (laughs) She was healthy. She was so into that game, and she was just like, when she would get something wrong or go away, she was like slamming her feet on the like the floor and stuff like that, and the crystals were shaking in that thing, and I was so nervous. I'm like, if that falls. She's like, gonna die. My mom's gonna kill her. And oh, there's that one time. There. <laughs> but it's funny because so many black houses I grew up in have like crystals in a case yeah, that I've never like, really don't, opened. You don't use them. Yeah, that's the room you don't sit in. Yeah. No, but there's that one time where we were only supposed to be in the basement, but all of a sudden we had everyone up on the first floor and we were listening to. Uh, our gin and juice remix uh i want to see you pussy <laughs> oh, which classic. is why i'm not using my first and last name here <laughs> yo you pussy yo 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 pussy got a hog dop harry in the bottom row juicy uh. girl i like your pussy when it's clean but i'll still that lick that shit even if it's green because i get whatever i can get when i want it and want then it. i go into the streets and then you know i've flown it i banged all the <laughs> and there was like everyone in and all of a sudden the lights of alexis rushed in and then we knew that was Adrian's mom, we just like fucking all went to the basement. We got in trouble there. Oh yeah. And then there's a one time I t- I convinced you to skip your dentist appointment. <laughs> 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 no, I convinced you to reschedule it. 
Oh, okay, she okay. wanted me to give you a ride there, and I'm like, I'm about to give this ride a dentist appointment. <laughs> and and um, damn, you had to wait for the whole thing. Huh? So 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 we had Tasha over there, and Tasha was hiding. We hid Tasha like in the closet type stuff. And she was like, "Where's that Eminem boy talking about me and stuff like that?" Eminem boy, yeah. is that you? Yeah, that was me. Oh, cause white. I, thought, yeah. I, was, oh, I was thinking oh, of candy I, I was for some reason. I was thinking oh, about yeah. the candy too. I was like, why is she calling you the Eminem boy? Kate Skittles is what I thought she meant. Kate Skittles. No one's thinking about Kate Skittles. Yeah, no one's <laughs> By the way, Kate Skittles is Keith's rap man. Kate Skittles, gang gang. Also, Trackhead. Trackhead. <laughs> trackhead. <laughs> I didn't have anything as cool as gin or juice, damn it. You took yeah. the good ones. Yeah. I, I, to be honest, I, I didn't like that name at first when you suggested it. I was like, gin and juice. I was like, that's a snoop song. I mean, you know, the origin of that's even weirder. It's like when that song came out, my sister was in high school in the 90s and stuff like that. And then Powder Puff, these one girls had like gin and juice on the back of their jerseys. And I was like, I like that. Oh, for real? Yeah, one of them was gin, one was juice, and I like that. Hell yeah. Mr. Mario was being like, come on, juice. <laughs> oh, come on, juice. Come on, juice. <laughs> I'm in last place, Mr. Meyer. Just let me be. I've never had gin. It tastes like a pine I, tree. Yeah, it does. Like, I mean. <laughs> gin and tonics are pretty good. So specific. No, it, it, it does. It, it tastes very earthy. It's like pine. <laughs> it's pine. Like Bombay Sapphire? Or yeah, what? that's gin. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only brand up. There's like Tangeray. Oh. Uh, with a gang of Tangeray. And a fat ass gin. I went, I went through a, a phase product. of drinking a lot of gin. You look um, like you had a phase of drinking. Seagram's. <laughs> I'd like to give a shout out to Seagram's, because I'm drinking and they're sponsoring this podcast. But it took me a long time to have gin and juice for the first time. I was like, oh, this ain't bad. Was it good or was it just not? It's like alcohol. It was good. It's like, yeah, the whole thing is gin was always so cheap, so you can like mix it with anything and still taste the alcohol. What's your drink of choice? Like if you go to a bar? I don't really know. I haven't had a drink in a year because of yeah, what's been going on. You but, had a choice. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, no, I would. It depends on what kind of bar it is. If it's a real expensive place and stuff, and I only wanted to get like one drink, I would or just try and get or like a Guinness or something that I would have to like sit there and no. sip on and stuff. But I drank Henny Cokes for so long, and I really like. Are you were, immune to it? They were never that good. It was just like a cultural thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I usually try to do old fashioned. I drink whiskey and Coke a lot. I just don't care much about alcohol. So you just want to get. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'm like the cheap drunk shit. Yeah, I'll just grab that. I just grab a bottle of mouthwash and <laughs> take it to the head. <laughs> <Little Purell. laughs> Shake it up. Put in my butt. Get the job done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, toxic shot. Gotta boof it. Gotta boof it. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know what I drink anymore. That's how long it's been. But I'm drinking water now. Actually, I'm lying. You know what I like? I like Mexican lagers, like Dos Equis. Yeah. Those okay. things, they're so refreshing, yeah. especially because I live in a hot-ass city and stuff like that. So a cold one of those, you can drink a bunch of them, and they're like a little lime. Mm-hmm. And I support my South American, Central American, excuse me, brothers. Brothers and sisters. But, oh, yeah. Um, what do you love about New Orleans? Because I love New Orleans. And I've only been there once. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, there's a lot of craziness in New Orleans and a lot of bad things and stuff like that, but I like how there's just like, like a real chill attitude and like 
kind of like pleasure and everything like mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you're like super rich or you're super broke like when you go to something you're gonna have a good time yeah and that's what the focus is always on like i always thought like like one time i went to new york and my wife had never been to new york and so we went to times square and uh, we're walking there and there is these people all these people in suits and they were running into penn station to catch their train now mm -hmm. I understand why they're running because if you miss your train, it's like takes so, a long time, messes up all your stuff. Yeah. And there's these dudes. I mean, all full suits in the middle of summer, hot as shit. And this dude ran, and it was this Japanese dude, and uh, he, he ran in front of a car type stuff, and the car just honked, and he just like stopped, and he was just like fuck yeah, like so loud and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And then I was telling Blair, I'm like, I just cannot imagine a scenario in New Orleans where anyone in a suit would mm -hmm. feel the need to like run mm -hmm. or ever putting themselves in a situation where they're going to be like upset like that mm -hmm. type stuff. You just don't really get in those situations and certain things. And I just kind of like that. But the real reason there's practical reasons I like it too, because it's like all the big city amenities, like mm -hmm. really good restaurants, like all kinds of, a lot of shows and stuff, mm -hmm. but it's not a lot of people. It's only like 400,000 people and stuff. So there's a lot of people that come in for events like jazz fest and Mardi Gras. So like reservations aren't a huge deal. It's not mm -hmm. like six months out. It's like I can get one a couple, like a week in advance and stuff. So those are things I like about it. There's some things that suck about it, like any city and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. it's just, I find myself when I go to other cities, just like there's too many rules at other cities or certain things, or I just like miss just like, New Orleans, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I remember going to Boulder, Colorado, and it was mm -hmm. just, like, beautiful and cool and chill and all that stuff. But, like, there's a culture there of, like, reservations for everything. So we were going mm -hmm. into, like, these shitty sushi restaurants, and they were like, do you have a reservation? We are like, no. no like, like, so it was just, like, weird. So Yeah. I feel like I noticed that when I was there. Just, like, kind of the enjoying your moments and mm -hmm. really enjoying life. It's a lot about community, like every event is going to have some type of drinking eating like mm -hmm. that type of stuff and people really care about like hosting and that kind of southern hospitality and stuff but there's like a joy that comes out of that community and stuff like that even even if you're around people you don't necessarily like mm -hmm. you know it's still like a big deal but it's all kind of coming back it got hit pretty hard with covid and stuff but yeah yeah but we'll see we'll see how long I want my kid to have a little international experience and things like that too. So, but I think that'll be our home base for the time being. That's dope. That is dope. Yep. Got any questions for me? Um, no, I mean, I could just think that it's cool that you're doing this podcast. I always envy that you like get to have all these creative outlets and focus on those as hobbies and stuff like that. I think that's really cool. Yeah. And, you know, I'm really proud of you and like what you've become and grown up as a man and just like done your own shit and figured it out. And I always knew you would and kind of like I've liked how you used to really be um, under the weight of a lot of like judgment. I feel like like what people said to you, like could break you in a second and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. you've become a lot more just like free of that and just like more set on uh, what makes you happy and what you want to do and what you have to take care of. And that's been really cool to see you not get, like, taken advantage of and certain things like that. Cause, yeah. I mean, it was just easy thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember that dude. Yeah. Yeah. Mark-ass. Mark-ass, <laughs> bitch. So, that's Hell pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm.
appreciate that. Yep. I'm just trying to, I'm going to drag it out to keep come back and then we can end it. Hey, what Sunday up? Sunday Chiba Geek is way. Hit the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we about to end it. I just, uh. Welcome. Let me be quiet. Welcome, Myron. <laughs> That's what they call you. Dos. Oh, it's my work. Yeah. No, they call me Dos. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? You don't know that? Yeah, because they can't say Mario. Mario. Don't even mess it up. It's Dos, but like yeah. Floss. Hi, baby. We, we, we about to end this now. You know, I was just waiting on Keith to get back so we can say bye. <laughs> Adios. But yeah, we about to chill and uh, what we about to what are we about to do? We're about oh, to play Ticket to Ride. Dance, watch the All Star activities. Mm-hmm. Ticket to Ride. What's that? It's a board game. It's pretty. It's pretty white. You about to play for real? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're about to play some board games. Peace out, motherfuckers. <laughs> shit, shit. I got some pickles in a pop. Now I can't stop them eating all the time. But I'm not greasy like the commercial. I use my chips to grease my doors, grease my whores, clean the floors. I use Bitch. Pringles in the fucking can because I am the fucking man. Yes, I roll is. up with two cans of Pringles. Pull out my thing and go dingle dingle. The bitches come up and they wanna fuck. I say, wait, slut, bitch. You got the dip? She says, yeah, bitch. I'm like, come on, ho. You can call me the chip man, Joe. I like it. Bitch, that carry that dip so I can dip my chips in that shit while I'm getting some motherfucking head. I don't eat motherfucking bread. I eat chips. Chips, chips, chips. We eat chips, 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 chips. We eat chips, chips, chips. Chick and steal the chips. I steal the dick just to get the tricks. I'm on this song, spitting hard as hell. I love chips, but I put them in the garbage.